live on a Tuesday, uh, a bit of a light load uh, tonight. As you can see, I am by myself, and Billy is here with me behind the curtain. Welcome to the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. Uh, Ranger Monologues Have Happened podcast this evening with your host, me, Ricky Diffendale, uh, and yes, my good friend William behind the curtain. Bill, how you doing tonight? I'm fantastic. I wish I had a wedding. Are you? Because <laughs> then at least we could have two faces and not just yours. Wish I wish you had a webcam and some knowledge of the New York Ranger franchise. Uh, as our loyal listeners know, Billy is an Islanders fan, and uh, we hold that against him as we hold it against most people. Uh, but this, nevertheless, is the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast, and Billy is the man that makes it go. And we are brought to you by Johnny C's Tees, a beautiful man and a beautiful product that he puts out. So uh, give them a look on Instagram for all your swag needs, t-shirts, hats, uh, all custom-made by Johnny C himself. Johnny C's Tees, a, a friend of the podcast and a friend of us all. And uh, yeah, I mean, usually I'm surrounded by three or four other uh, mildly handsome men. And tonight I'm not, so I'm a bit outside of my comfort zone. Feel a little bit like Garth when Wayne left midway through the first show. You remember that, Bill? Uh, is this like before my time, like before I was born even? Oh, oh my God. It is, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you, you mention a handsome man, and then one shows up. You know, you are here. Yes, I'm here. I guess we just me. went live. We are live on the air. Oh, awesome. So you are you are just in time. I was just talking about how I felt like Garth when Wayne left the show and didn't tell him. I'm having a good time. Not. Well, I was more than ready to uh, do this on my own, but I'm glad you're here, Bean. How are you? How's your week so far? I'm uh, I'm doing good. Hold on, I'm just trying to update my uh, things here. Update your settings. Everything you got to do. We were, uh, you know, we're just plugging Johnny C and telling the people to check him out on Instagram. And uh, about to get into some of the Ranger things that have happened, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about the loss in Toronto and uh, get your thoughts on that. I'll, I'll ask you first since you're the only person here, uh, and I don't have to do it on my own. So uh, talk to me about how you felt about that game, because I know how I felt. I want to see if we are simpatico on that. Well, I watched uh, the first two periods, and I listened to the third, and I will say the listening to the third sounded much better than watching the first two periods at a hockey game. And uh, what I could gather from Don LaGreca and the captain, uh, Dave Maloney, via the airwaves, uh, they played much better. I don't know how they looked. You guys, you'll tell me that. They must have looked better because they sounded better the way uh, they described the game. But uh, they fell short. It sounded like they uh, put up a valiant effort in the third and uh, put on my Johnny C's tease hat. They did, and that, that's that's the problem for me. I wrote the same thing down that you just said. I, I they, they slept through the first two periods against a good team and uh you know for that they didn't really deserve to win despite the fact that they played a great third period and almost stole a point which is fine but i i don't want to complain too much about the team because they've played well but mm -hmm. if that if i do have a gripe it's that sometimes they are uh you know they'll take a period off here and there and i don't, I don't really care for it or understand it but it does happen i, I assume it happens to most teams but I don't really pay attention to any other teams, so it just it makes me mad that uh, they could come out for a third period and fly around and, and nearly tie a game against a good team. And where was that fire the first two periods? Uh, so, yeah, it, it looked as good as it sounded on the radio, but they just they, they couldn't quite get there uh, that night. Um, and they were playing so well, like 
So you're like, oh, that's a good game. But Toronto's a good team. And to watch that, you know, sleep, yeah. I feel like you know, the first two periods, like typical uh, Ranger fashion, you know. That was like a, a, a litmus test. Like they're, they're beating teams. Now you're playing Toronto, win this game, and we'll feel great. And they bring it back to earth a little bit. I didn't necessarily feel terrible after it um, because the therapy was good, but play a little better. They probably win that game. Uh, fast forward to Saturday being canceled uh, because the Senators had all this COVID. Um, it all led to Sunday night, which uh, you look at the score sheet and it just seems like the kind of game you'd want to be at. Uh, full disclosure, I on Sunday night, I was we were watching the game. And then I, I put it on a sub screen. I put the game on my phone because I was watching Wheel of Time on Amazon. Anybody watch it yet? No. Bill? No, I, I haven't even heard. Light of up your alley, Billy. Oh yeah. I am yeah. into Yellowstone though. I don't know if you've seen Yellowstone. Yellowstone's pretty. Good. I have not, but I've also heard good things about that. Spilled it on myself. Excuse me. Wheel of Time on Amazon. It was recommended to me by my sister, who read all the books, and I, I don't have time for that. But so I have the phone on my lap as I'm watching Wheel of Time, and the second period starts, and it's mayhem. I'm looking down. They score, we score, they score, the Rangers score. Uh, complete craziness. And it leads to, honestly, what I believe to be, or what will be considered to be, at least in my head always, this all-time Rangers moment uh, that I'll never forget. I, I look down right at the right time uh, to see the last part of that play happen. And then when you watch the whole play back, mm-hmm. of course I'm talking about the, the, the Lindgren goal with .4 seconds left, I don't understand sometimes how... Players on the ice could be so aware of what's going on. It's like Adam Fox saw that happen before it happened. And I just, it astounds me that he, if he's a second late or a second early, the play doesn't happen. And it's just amazing to me. And it all went right. Zibanejad passed when he could have just wired a shot. And it's a slam dunk goal. And that place must have been absolutely bonkers to be at when that was going on. I was so caught up in the pass from Zabanajad that I didn't even catch the Fox had any part of that play until like the third replay. After I like now I'm watching it and watching it and watching it. And they're like, oh, Fox came in and gave it to like I was thinking it was Kreider who threw it out to him as I watched it live. And then as I watch it again, I'm like, oh, where was Fox? I didn't even know Fox was involved. And then I and then Sam's like uh, Sam was like, Kreider's not gonna get an assist. I'm like, oh, oh, that's why, because Fox actually made the pass. But uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty damn impressive. Pretty damn impressive. I must Fantastic say. to see. So yeah, obviously I, I paused the show I was watching and uh, gave my full attention to uh, the Rangers there. Uh, but it was Sunday night, you know. And sometimes you want to watch a little TV, but it was on the phone, and I got to see it happen live, which was great. Uh, got to talk a little bit about Georgiev, uh, as most people are. Did not look great in that game. Has not really looked great at all. The season, and I find myself wondering why. Because over the years, he's shown times that he could be plays like a number one. Not this year. Not this is it year. The fact, what do you think? Is it the fact that he's just, it's not his team. It's it's your team. Last year, you had like the three-headed monster with the, with the two of them in Lundquist, and then last year, the, the back and forth. He knew going into this season, like, all right, Igor start most of the games. Is that what's affecting him so much, do you think? Uh, maybe 
part of it. Probably a big part of it. Yeah, he probably it's probably a big part of it. He's not the guy. He doesn't seem like personality. I mean, I don't hear much of him or speak. To, they don't talk much about it. He doesn't seem like he wants to be the guy. But I don't know. Like besides the Islanders over the last couple of years, he hasn't really blown me away with his outstanding play, especially this year. Not at all, and even the last half of last year. Ever since the incident, I must say, he has been unimpressive. The, inc the incident. He's been very unimpressive. And I don't know. I don't have the I don't have the money or how much we're paying him. I don't even know what the hell. <laughs> it ain't worth it. I, I think if, if they send him down, he has to clear waivers. Um, I'm pretty sure he's owed like two and a half million. So if someone would pick him up, they'd have to pick up that. I, I think. Right, like you, know, I, we could ask our our guest when he comes on. We'll be joined by Kyle Hall uh, from the Broadway Hat Podcast in just a few moments. Maybe he'll know a little more. Um, but I think that his salary is a deterrent to him getting claimed off waivers. And our good friend, uh, good friend of the podcast, Anthony from Forever Blue Shirts, wrote a a post today, being that you might not like. He thinks that if the Rangers do send down Georgiev, it would be Huska that comes up and not. Prince that was promised, Keith Kincaid. Uh, I'd be open to anybody other than the name Georgiev backing up uh, Shesterkin. I just like the Kincaid story. We all like the Kincaid story, especially last year. But uh, yeah, I think uh, it's time to maybe move, think about moving on from Georgiev. I thought they would in, in the off season as some kind of package. Because they knew that Igor was going to be the guy. Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, he he was a little shaky last year after you know I mean, the car accident thing. He was a little shaky for a little while, so maybe they're like, oh, maybe we got to hold on to Georgiev. I think we're past that now. Maybe we need a premier mm -hmm. team to uh, maybe lose a top tier goaltender, and they maybe uh, you know need to re replace somebody for a few months. And we are right. definitely sellers market. <laughs> right, we're not. Uh, I don't want to root for an injury, bad juju, but I know what you mean. If someone goes down, maybe they get a phone call. It happens throughout the league every year. Someone gets hurt. Someone doesn't play up to what they're supposed to be playing. Someone needs to make a move outside looking in or right or staying inside. So uh, hopefully uh, things will be in our favor. Maybe we can uh, dump them. Rick, I have to jump in. We got to bring our guest on a little bit early. Is that okay? I'm ready. We're ready. We are joined by Kyle Hall, the Broadway Hat Podcast. Um, recently went to number one. Uh, I, I, as far as hockey podcasts, I forget what platform it was on. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Kyle can hear me yet. Knock us off. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you, Kyle. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on, guys. I can hear you, but I can't see you. Are we gonna see you? Or are you just gonna stay like that? Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Take your time. He's used to the audio, not the video. Okay. Do the audio only on the podcast. You know, I got a face for radio. <laughs> We all do. <laughs> Kyle, we appreciate you joining us on a Tuesday. I thought for a moment it was going to be just you and I. Uh, everyone bailed, but here's uh, Bino's with us too. So and three's a crowd, so this is good. I think we lost audio. Did we lose him? Is he there? I see him. You can see him. Maybe by season five we'll have it together. <laughs> no, no. We saw your lips move. Did not hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Still nothing. It's a live show. These things happen. All right, we'll edit it out, right, Billy? Yeah, we'll edit it out live. Sure. <laughs> sure. Oh no. See, we got we got greedy with the video. I know. The right. audio was working. 
we'll settle for audio. If it helps, I totally you're agree. Not, you're not muted on Discord, so something else. No. <laughs> Maybe I can write my who am I because I didn't have one today. I I kind of came up with one in your stead. It's a it's oh, a it's a layup. Sure. It's a layup just because I was on Wikipedia, but I I do have one. Well, that's good. I have, can't uh, even pronounce the names. Have a tribute. Oh. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll uh. Thanks for coming. We'll on. be joined by Kyle in a moment. A little technical glitch uh, with Kyle. Um. But yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to ask him because I know that uh, one of those podcast uh, like lists, he the Broadway Hat Pod became the number one uh, all time. So uh, very interested to know um, how the hell you do that. Yeah, like some advice would uh, would be wonderful. Uh, you know, for a podcast that's trying to pop off, uh, you know, how the hell do you do it? You know, how do you get your guests? Is it all just like reaching out and uh, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save it for him. Bean, you gotta well you know there's a podcast coming up. How do you not have these who am I's in the pocket? Uh I've been a little busy the last couple of days and weeks and uh I was putting it together. I almost didn't make it here for this and here I am. So just be happy you have me and half of Very, quite happy. Billy was out here making who am I's the guy who can't even pronounce names. I gotta pass the torch to somebody. You know, I'm not gonna be here forever. You know. <laughs> oh dear lord! What does your gut tell you? The end of the season. Is Alexander Georgiev on the Rangers? No. Either they, he they sent him to waivers, cleared it, and he's down there, or they, he's he's been traded. I'm what if he goes down there and performs very well? It doesn't matter. He's gonna come up and perform once a week, maybe. He's playing up here, like. Shesterkin has to play. He has to play 70 games, 65-plus games. I, I want to play him on back-to-back nights. I don't even want him taking a rest. I agree. Yeah, every time there's there's built-in days off. I, every you time play back-to-back back nights. I see, I see, like, they're playing the Islanders. I, think, is, I hope Galan goes, oh, he has great numbers against the Islanders, and he plays them, and he gives up six goals, and we lose, you know, six to five. He gives up six goals on 22 shots. We'll be playing... Uh... Bridgeport Sound Tigers tomorrow night, it looks I like. Know. Talking to my buddy who's a big Islander fan, he was like, I can't believe they haven't shut down the Islanders. There's, they, they still, they might before tomorrow. They're talking about it. Well, I, they want Apparently. To, they want to open up that new arena, and they did, and now they got that out of the way. They might you know, shut them down for a week. Well, I hope not. I was looking forward to the game tomorrow. We'll talk about that later. And we'll play um, them twice this week. We'll play them on like Monday also. Yeah, that would really make a weird schedule for the Rangers if they wouldn't play those two games. Too much time off. Too much not happening. Like, we need it. But, I don't know. What are you going to do? This. The problem is, is that these guys that are sick are probably not even sick. Most of them. Um, I, I, I'm just assuming that they're all asymptomatic because they're peak athletes and uh, this is how it usually goes. Okay, now, right now? Oh, we got it. We got both video and sound. There we go. There we go. Unplug, plug it back in trick. Works every time. (laughs) Turning it back on again. Hasn't failed us yet. Oh, Oh, Kyle, once again, we are great. We appreciate you joining us on a Tuesday. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Good time to be a part. Good time to talk Rangers hockey. Oh, God. I I keep thinking back to, like, the first week and – People were ready to just pack it in after three games. Those were fun times. Yeah. No, I think that the Dallas game, I think everyone was ready to lose their minds. And uh, 
And yeah, it's been a, it's been a quite the turnaround since then. I think uh, after game one, the Gorgiev's explosion there in net has kind of continued on. I heard you guys talking about him uh, before I jumped on. Uh, I got into him this week on my show too. Um, it's just tough. It's tough watching him play right now. You know, he went through a spell like this last year, and he was just god awful for about a month there. But had taxi squad, so it's completely different. So you're able to sneak Kincaid in some games. Um, and honestly, I hate to say it, but uh, like I think the best bet for him right now is like, to go down with like an upper body injury kind of a deal, take a week off, like just clear his head, you know, bring either Kincaid or Huska up, and uh, let him just kind of like take a week off from hockey and just like get away from it, have and do like what Hayek did and play some conditioning games down in Hartford. And kind of reevaluate him, but almost like a two, three week period where just kind of get him out of the NHL almost. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell to do with him. And, and Benoit Lair is such a good goaltending coach that you would think he's the right guy to get him out of the funk, yeah. but I don't know. It's just crazy to me because I would like you, I wouldn't even call him like a serviceable backup. He was a good goalie. Yeah, he was the one B to, you know, Igor 1A, 1B, like. When last season there was like, oh, who's gonna be the the one starter? That was an actual uh, thought going to last season. So boggles my mind. But like go, maybe that's a problem because he's because he's not. Go not one B injury. Too bad we don't have Tony D back on the team. He could help us with that upper body injury for Georgiev. <laughs> I want to get that in there before we move. I think on. it was the other way around though. Being I, I don't think I don't believe. Don't believe. Fake news. I think Georgiev uh, smacked him around a little bit. That's also, the rumor. Whatever. I tell I you think, what, uh, I've talked to some guys on that team, and they are all very tight-lipped about it. They all don't. That's the one thing they don't say anything about. First rule of Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about yeah. Fight Club. You know, I tell you what, though. Three different guys did confirm, like, there's no chance Tony took the puck from Keandre, which I guess they later on was like, that's no way it's true. Um, yeah, like, I, like, I've heard everything else in that team, like the Panarin stuff and, the, you know, him coming back into the locker room afterwards and addressing the team, like, for that, like all like that behind the scenes stuff, but no one has said anything about that situation. So it's weird. That was such a weird. I about last yeah. season, and uh, and it was like March was when the Panarin thing happened. You're like, how much crap can go on in one year? And it's like you look at the clock, at the, the calendar, and like 25 games into the season, you're like, oh my god, like what else could happen this year? And then Panarin misses the month and. Uh, that probably cost Quinn his job and probably the whole front office their job too, if you really think about it. Yeah, the dominoes definitely uh, fell with all that going on for Quinn. And then uh, JD and Gordon. But still don't like that after it's all said and done, but yeah, whatever. They made the decision. We move on and we're playing well. So. You know what? It was, a biz- it was all bizarre. It was one year. One year. One season. One year. One, <laughs> one COVID shortened year and all the hell goes oh, loose, breaks loose in MSG. And I uh, I think congratulations are in order, right? The Broadway Hat Podcast. What what list was it that you guys just went number one? Yeah, hockey podcast all time. Yeah, we just went number one on Good Pods, which is like a um, a podcast um, mobile app. So it's like an app for it's like a, it's actually blowing up pretty big. And I was like, I was surprised. I was really surprised when I saw it. Um, I saw working with them, and I had um, Rob McClanahan on the show. Uh, back in last February, I had Rob on, and it was the 44th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. So I had this show on Good Pods, and it's like, I think Oprah Winfrey is the one who backed it. Like, it's an, I think it's an Oprah thing. 
Um, but it was supposed to be where, where like celebrities put all their like podcasts out there on. And um, when I saw the show, I was just like, I'm gonna put my name on every single thing, which was smart because now I feel like people are having issues now getting on to like Amazon and Google Play and stuff like that because there's so much backlog of shows. Um, so I did it, like right away. I just got myself on every single platform possible. And uh, sure enough, when uh, the McClanahan show came out, it blew up. Like I had like. 250,000 impressions of the show on Twitter. Oh. And like, it just like it was one of those things where like it got picked up by like the Boston uh, magazine or something. Like, someone who had like 100,000 K followers, like some kind of Boston magazine. And then, uh, let's say hockey retweeted. So it was like, a, it was like, oh my God. And then, guy, as uh, so the girl JJ who runs good, uh, good pods, I reached out to her because uh, they had like a ton of plays on it. And, uh, he was like, it was like, it made like their top 15 hot list reached out and I was like, Hey, you know, it's my show. What can we do to like make this bigger? And she added me to the front page of the whole thing. So from there, I've had a really good relationship with them. Uh, but I mean, you get like put ahead of spit and chiclets. Like, Oh my God, you know, that show is just a beast. Um, they're the number one in every chart. So it's pretty cool. Like, yeah, we have a little following on there and I think it's just like, you know, 80 people at whatever it is. So it doesn't sound like a lot, but I think it's like 80 downloads like every week that we get on there. And uh, that's eighty more than we get. And it's uh, well, that's pretty freaking good. <laughs> the, the, the cool thing is when you listen to a show, it goes on your feed. So you know, from those eighty people, obviously, all their followers then see that they listen to that show, and then we get the listens off of that and stuff. But uh, yeah, I got the email last week from uh, from her. I was like, hey, I know, congratulations. I think we were like number one on the hockey chart. Number two on uh, like that week's chart, which was crazy because we had um, Sean McBride, who was a used to be in the Rangers organization, played for Hartford for a couple of years. And he's playing in Dallas organization now, and uh, for some reason, people really like enjoyed his show. Like I don't, you know, he has I, I guess kind of a cult following up in New England from his college hockey days, mm-hmm. and um, like that show for what you never know, like what shows can, like for some reason like catch on. Um, like I've had on. Mike Hudson, who was the 94 Stanley Cup champion. And, uh, and like we had, like, you know, a good amount of downloads, but like I thought we'd get a lot more like Ranger fans like going crazy about 94 guy. And, uh, and they were crazier about Sean McBride, which I was like, this is so crazy. You know, like this is a guy who ever actually played an NHL game, played for the Rangers in preseason and in, um, the rookie tournament at Traverse City, um, but never actually made it to a Rangers regular season game. And, and it seemed like people were really interested in his story. So, you just never know, and uh, yeah, that that email was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to share that with. Uh, I, I feel like we built up a pretty good little following here of, of loyal Ranger fans, and um, you know, every week I try to come back with these player interviews and and kind of give people uh, an inside sense. And I love doing guys like McBride and um, like these guys who are like minor league players that no one, you know, you wouldn't know about him otherwise. And uh, and hearing their story and stuff, and I have a bunch of guys coming up that I just interviewed. So last week, I was trying to bang out a bunch of interviews for Christmas season because I figured guys would be right. wanting to talk yeah, to me around the now. holidays. Yeah, I banged out a bunch of interviews with guys who were playing overseas, and it was the first time I've really jumped over to talk to guys that play for the Rangers and then played or are now playing overseas. So, um, really, do you cool. do all the reaching out yourself? Or do all the reaching you... out. I do everything. I'm a one man show. You hear that, Billy? <laughs> Not Billy. No, I don't have a Billy behind the scenes. It's just yes. me. Um. Yeah. No. I just uh. I I talked to talk to guys on Twitter. Like I got Mike Rupp on my show this week. 
um and mike was uh and him on twitter and uh that that guy unbelievable if you want to listen to one show go check out that episode i've already had people reaching out to me like i don't i've never heard your show before blah blah I uh, listen to Mike Rupp. Like I will always listen to this show if that's what the interviews give me. Like I don't be like, yeah, the interviews are always usually pretty good. But like Mike Rupp is uh, pretty special though. His stories are crazy. Um, I wish I got a couple of the off-camera stories he was telling me on camera. But those are always um, the better ones, right? Those are always the better ones. But uh, you know, there always be hopefully a part two with him. But um, that guy is. You, know, you think about his career, and he was, you know, he won the Stanley Cup his rookie year. He scored the. Uh, Stanley Cup clinching goal, and then kind of gets passed around the league for a couple of years. Comes back to New Jersey, and this is a fixture there for years. Then he goes to Pittsburgh, and he was, a, you know, with Malkin and Crosby there for years, and like you know, part of those teams that went to the playoffs every year. And then he comes to the Rangers for a couple of seasons. He has the salute, and the, yeah, we talked about the Winter Classic salute, and uh, you know, right in Yager's face there. And uh, he's, you know, we were talking about that, and he's like, you know, he's hated in Philly. You play for the because, Rangers. Because of that? You play for the Rangers, Devils, and Penguins. Okay. Those are the three teams that you know they hate down there in Philly. Then he goes in there and scores two goals and then does the Yager salute. Like he just solidified himself as just a Philly villain for life. And uh, that was it was awesome to hear him just say like, "I want to piss off the entire stadium." And, you know, I, I like, yeah. Hartnell went after me afterward. You know, I don't like don't do that. Don't salute. You know, like, don't salute. What are you going to do about it? And then he had to fight Jody Shelley the next game because of that. He's like, you know. Oh, Jody Shelley. That's a yeah. name I haven't thought about in a while. Yeah. He had to drop the gloves with Shelley the next game. Who He was an ass. He played for the Rangers. He played for the Rangers. I'm trying to get him on the show. Yeah. He did, right? I, I'm yeah. trying to get him on. Jody Shelley. If you played nice. a game for the Rangers, I will go after you. I will <laughs> go after you to hear your hockey story. But that's all you do. You just you, you at these people on Twitter? Or you like, do you DM them or you just at them? I asked them, I DM them. You know what? I and thank goodness I have a, like a nice little following because you know it really the followers are the reason why most of this stuff happens. Um, I will post, and you've probably seen it on there. I'll post like, "Hey, I've been trying to get Kevin Weeks forever," and I'm like, "Hey, Weeksy, I'd love to get you on the show." Blah blah. Like you know, retweet or like to get Kevin's attention, and I'll get a hundred likes or you know whatever on that. Like, and and Weeks will like it. I'm like, Weeks, I see you like it. Like, come on the yeah. show. Um, don't don't right. titillate me. Yeah, you know it's worked on a couple guys, but uh, you know, I, like uh, Dale Weiss and I, I had his buddy on uh, Devin Didimidi who played for the Rangers a couple years ago. He played mostly in Hartford, but um, I like, kind of added him, and I'm like, tell your boy to come on, you know, and then had him, and I'm like, in Ranger fans, you know, I'm like, oh, and if you follow the show, like it. And sure enough, he like DM me like right afterwards, and he's like, all right, what is this show about? Like, what are we doing here? So hopefully we get him on another guy overseas. It's very tough to get the guys that are overseas to kind of link up with the times and everything. Um, so that's the that's the thing I'm kind of juggling now is trying to get these uh, current players on because I feel like a lot of players people want current players and you can't get like, current Rangers on. They don't do shows. Right. Um, you know the the Rangers don't allow them to do shows out that aren't um, no actual Ranger shows. So that's the only thing that's disappointing. But. Um, you know, try to get anyone else I can on. I, people always send suggestions like, oh, you should get on Derek Stepan. I'm like, yeah, if you got his number, let me yeah, know. Yeah, like, thanks. That's <laughs> the suggestion. Yeah, I saw someone someone wrote on there one day like, oh, Mike Richter would be awesome to have as a guest. I'm like, yeah, he really would be. Yeah, uh, so if you have Richter's uh, number. Gretzky, he played for the Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gretzky, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had Bill Pito on a couple weeks ago. Oh, awesome. And uh, he was awesome. He's such a cool guy. 
and uh, I was like, why don't you uh, why don't you drop my number in on Hank there in the studio and let me know. Let yeah. him know he let him know he's got a welcome seat anytime he wants to come on the show. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure Hank will jump right on that now. See if you can fit him into the calendar. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell Hank to let me know. I'll see what my schedule's like, and we'll see if we can get make 10, 15 minutes or something. He said he's going on TNT also. It's only a matter of time before he makes a jump off MSG. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. He's, he's going to be a national up. guy. And, and he's freaking handsome. Oh, yeah. He's, the hair. I mean, come on. <laughs> he's doing great. I, I still like Valakad. I, I like them both. I love like, Valakad. It's awesome. Two, you can't have two goalies on the show. So You'd rather have Valakad over Lundqvist? I like Valakad. Valakad, you know, he's, he's funny. He, he does very good analysis. But it's, no, no Valakit's good. They're, they're good together. I think. But I don't want to see Valakit get thrown to the side because you know it seems like he'd be the choice. They dump, dump the backup goal. Threw my back. man Dugay to the side though. I, that was tough. I like Dugay. Yeah. I was. I'm a big Dugay yeah. fan. I had him on the show too. I had Dugay on the show. It was a good interview too. He was. Uh... <laughs> Maybe my uh, networking is the problem. I only like message people on Twitter if I'm able to like private message them. Maybe I got to start adding people directly. You got to start adding people. Let's kind of go for it. At first, I was like, oh, like I remember when I first did, like I wasn't sharing stuff, my personal stuff. I was like, what the hell do I care if people see what I'm doing on here? Who cares? And then I started, you know, how people yeah, are. It's not actually, it's not me. real life. People think it's real life. It's not real life. Yeah, it's not real life. Twitter yeah. is not real life. Yeah, it's not real life. Who cares? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Huh, I'll try it. If it works, it works. It works, it works. Take a, a page out of the, the Kyle Hall book. There you go. Shoot you, at, you you at me. I'll 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 say go on the show. Yeah, right, I'm gonna it. try and get Ke my goal is now to get Kevin Weeks before Kyle. <laughs> I'll be so pissed. <laughs> I'll be so pissed. I will dial in. I got the dial in now. I will dial in and just <laughs> record the episode myself and just take all the questions. <laughs> Who'd you say has been your favorite guest so far? Oh, you've man. had. Uh, that's really tough. Um. You've done like what, like fifty shows, right? Fifty shows, fifty shows this week. Uh, fifty, wow. well, over fifty guests. We've had some combo shows, um, but not one show we haven't had at least a guest on. Um, I Rob McClanahan was the first guy that I was kind of starstruck by. That was a big one. That was really cool because I'm a huge like eight nineteen eighty like hockey like historian kind of like I read all the books. I've done that kind of stuff. Um, that was one I was really like starstruck by. Is Zach Jones while he was over playing for Team USA in the World Championships? Um, so that was my first current Ranger guy I did. Um, that was awesome. Uh, and I only got that because I was credentialed with USA Hockey, so that's how I got that interview. Um, it was yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, had Stu Bickle. We were talking about the brawl mm -hmm. uh, with the with the Devils. Oh, you know, that was I awesome. Was at that game, yeah. I was my I brought my brother in law. Was his, he'd never been to a hockey game before? That was, was his the first, first game. game. <laughs> oh my god! Three seconds in, fantastic. Um, that yeah, you basically could go home after that, and you, you can't see it. You can't top that. I tell you, so I've had I him. They, I think they won that game too. Yeah, I've had him and Rupp on the show. And they both talked about. It. I gotta get Prust on. I'm working on Prust actually currently, um, because of those two. Thankfully, I was I'm able to drop some names in there. Um, but I've had those two guys on. They both said it was the loudest they ever heard a stadium. And Rupp said that he scored the clinching goal in the Stanley Cup. And it still wasn't as loud as MSG after that fight. Um, awesome. I mean, Kiprios was awesome to have on. That guy can tell a story like no other. Um, anytime I got 94 Ranger on, I love it because 
even like I had Barry Richter on, who was a black ace in that team. Still, like the stories you hear, like they're crazy. Like as a team, as a Ranger fan, you know, a thirty-year-old Ranger fan, like that is like your childhood kind of. You know, like that was like that. Like the Graves, Messier, Leach was like my whole like you know growing up on those guys. Um, so like anytime I can talk about them, like that's really cool. Like Adam Graves is my guy. That's been my favorite player forever. Um, actually just ran in him, ran into him at the garden two weeks ago, um, in the first, the first level concourse. So, um, I've like not friendly with him, but I've seen him a ton, you know, in the last years of my life. So like, I went up to him as reintroduced myself for the 13,000th time and like, you know, fangirled over him and talked to him for a little bit. Um, you know, unfortunately he is a Ranger employee, so he can't do podcasts. Believe me, I've asked. Um, so like anytime I can talk about those guys with players, like, I think that's awesome. Like, um, and then you hear stories about like guys who you wouldn't think were like huge parts of that team, like Kevin Lowe. Like they always like he was like the locker room leader of that team. Like him and Steve Hall of Famer, Lar- Hall of Famer now. Like him and Steve Larmer were like the two big like locker room guys that year. You would think like oh Mark Messi is the captain, like he's the guy. No, like Lowe like ran the locker room. Like that's kind of how it was in Edmonton too. Like Gretzky was the quiet guy. SCA was more of a like a leader on the ice and like Lowe was the locker room leader. That's why he was like that third assistant captain there. So like hearing stories like that, hearing stories about Mike Richter being like the biggest prankster in the world. Um, like hearing like Mike Richter like minor league prank stories is hilarious. Like you know, like a twenty two year old Richter like pranking people out in Denver, like that's funny to think about. Um, like hearing those kind of stories. So like yeah, anyone I get from the ninety four team um is awesome. I do gay, I know like Gay was a cool interview just because like he's a kind of a, a Ranger legend. Um so he was cool. And then I, I've had like media guys on too. Like I've had um Ardo Cal on who does ESPN games now. I've had Greg Wyshynski on who does ESPN stuff. Um so like those were cool interviews. Um you know, I had John Shannon on who basically ran Hockey Night in Canada forever. Um like talking to oh. him about like the inside out to that and like He's like he's like well known. He's like considered like the greatest hockey producer of all time. Um, like so he that he was very cool to kind of talk about like kind of the scene stuff and it was a weird week because he's that's very very close with John Davidson, and I interviewed him three days after the firing. And uh, did, you bring, did you bring it up? Yeah, I brought it up. Yeah, yeah, I, I had to. I didn't know they were best friends. I had no idea. And then I was like, oh, you know, and obviously he's like a hockey insider now. Like he's kind of turned around to the, the media side, the front of the camera. And I was like, what do you think the Rangers move? And he's like, Kyle almost canceled on you this week because it's a very difficult week for me and my family. Jeez. And I was like, where is this going? And then he's like, John Davidson and I have been close friends for 40 years. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, you know, I may not agree with what happened, blah, blah, but, you know, it's a business. That was like a really interesting conversation because like he was like, grew up a ranger fan and like you know and then like talking about that and then all of a sudden he's like you know the rangers i'm sour on them now like it's gonna take me a while to come back to the rangers i should email him now and be like how you feel about the rangers team this year like you you coming around yet but um yeah definitely i mean had some really cool guys it's like semi show this week it's kind of crazy like i like have like this little like matter who it is then i like what guy i email or dm and yeah, hundred percent. I'll come on the show. Like, I still have that little like fist pump. Like, yeah, hell yeah, I like, got another guy. Um, like, no matter who it is. So it's just, it's exciting. Like, I, I, like, I'm thankful my wife supports my nutsness. I got a two year old. What it's all about? Yeah, my wife supports. I got a two year old <laughs> kid who dances to the theme song now when he listens. You know, when I play it. So, um, you know, that's awesome. 
So we, I mean, we can't let you go without asking you your thoughts on the Rangers 2021, 22. So what do you got for us? What are you feeling? Yeah. Uh, what are you surprised by? What do you like? What do you dislike? All of it. Um, slight goaltending from goal from, uh, Gorgiev, obviously. I think that's the biggest dislike. Um, I love Gallant. I think that he was the perfect hire. Um, seems like the guys really like him. I know when I talked, uh, in, in preseason with, um, uh, with like some of the insider guys, like, uh, Craig Wyszynski and stuff, they're all saying they thought, thought he was a perfect hire for that team. And, uh, it just seems like he's really gotten the best out of certain players this year. Um, I think Chris Kreider has responded to his coaching tremendously. Um, I think that guys like Jacob Truba have responded to his coaching, even though Truba's had a couple bad plays here and there. I think he's had a pretty good run recently. I, overall, I think he's he's been good. Yeah, Truba. overall, this is his best season so far, I think, as a Ranger, which may not be saying much considering the last years he's had. But, you know, I think he's... The problem with Truba is that he is a top four defenseman. He's being paid as a number one. And he's a very solid defenseman. But when you see that $8 million number next to his name, it's tougher when a mistake happens. And then you see a guy like Adam Fox, who very rarely makes a mistake. You're like, that's a true number one. I think that's where Truba gets himself in trouble with fans. But he's still a very solid defenseman, defensive defenseman. The offensive game isn't really there. We saw it in Winnipeg, unfortunately. Um... But I think Trubas had a, a okay. I think Trubas played well this year, and there's certain games that Trubas played outstanding. Um, I think Keandre Miller has had a good season so far. I think he's been blocking a lot more shots than he was last year. He's not as timid, I think, coming into the board sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I was at the game uh, where he went coast to coast. Like that was sick. Um, that was oh, a crazy. What goal. a goal! That was awesome. Um, yeah, I think I've been you know not surprised. I guess I have been surprised, but. Uh, by Ryan Reeves. I think Reeves has been good. Um, I think that whole fourth line's been good. I hate that line is great. They're splitting it up now, right? Yeah, you know, Hunt now going up to the top line. He played well the other night. Like he looked good with Mika and Kreider. Uh he's not a top line player, obviously, but neither is Barkley Goodrow. So yeah, it's temporary. But that fourth line with those three guys has been playing great. I'm a Kevin Rooney, like I'm the biggest Kevin Rooney fan. I love that guy. I was Probably one of the three Ranger fans that were excited that he got captain over Blackwell. Um, I think Rooney's played outstanding this year. I think he has been so good on the penalty kill. So was Barkley Goodrow, by the way. And a lot of Ranger fans, and I don't like the way the Ranger fans just hate on him. I don't he either. Got a, he got a big contract. Yes. Did he deserve the contract? Maybe not. But when you look at who was on the open market, what the Rangers needed, he was the guy they needed. I think when when I had a pre-whatever, pre-season, uh, pre-season, episode i'm like you need goodrow or coleman those are the two guys that circled you got goodrow fine great i'm pumped he's a good, role a good player. player they got role 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 play. he's a bottom he's a bottom six guy you know that's what he is he can play forward and center he can play wing and center he's actually been pretty good in the draws this year he's been good in the penalty kill he had a rough couple games in the start of the year and i think i think he was uh one he had a, a little bit of a hangover from the offseason he had the cup you know, I think like he was one of the last guys in the um, in Tampa to have the cup. Like he had like the first week of September, and uh, with the season going back, he didn't have too much of an off season. Got engaged in the off season, 
comes to a new team, I think there was just a little bit um, of a learning curve there too, and I think there was some nervousness, grabbing a stick. And now he had that open net goal, empty net goal. I think it was in the Toronto. I think it was Toronto or Montreal, whatever that was. And he's been playing really well since then. He had a goal in Nashville the next night, um, and I think he's been playing fine. I, I, he's again, he's not a first line player, so like. Now, then they put him up there. He's serviceable, but him in him in the bottom six lengthens your lineup so much. And now he's playing fourth line, which I think is fine because I think the fourth line is kind of like taking on what the Islanders have an identity line, where you can roll four lines and not worry about anything. Kind of similar to the the Rangers Cup run in thirteen, they had that fourth line of you know that they kind of rolled out there and didn't have to worry about who was out there. Um, where I think in recent years, you know, no offense to like Giuseppe and the guys like that, like you're not putting them out there against Ovechkin's. Though, no, it's right? okay. You can. It's okay. You can say. <laughs> you're not putting them. Out. They're more than minute eaters. They're more. They're actually producing. They're, they're shutting people down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I was the Montreal game, and you know, Reeves beat the wheels off that kid. I mean, oh, I don't even that know poor, what that, that guy, guy was thinking, and he asked Reeves to fight. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, first period Rangers score, Montreal comes out and scores, and there was no energy in that building. There was, and that and that building was electric because it was it was um uh, uh, military night. Like they had all the the military people out before the game. Like there was a buzz to start that game off after the national anthem. There's a big USA chant. Rangers came out with a little jump to their game, and finally got one in late in the first. And then kind of the air went out of the building when Canadians scored. It was a lot of like back and forth. You, if you've been arranging, you know those periods where it's like you can hear every pass made. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And you can hear a pass made. And you're like, oh, you're all sound. right, there's this like no noise. And, this, and then like Reeves drops the gloves, knocks his kid to last year. And the building was buzzed. I mean, that was so loud. And then Kreider scores 30 seconds later. And I turn to my buddy. I'm like, they should give Reeves an assist on that goal. I'm like, because that just fired up the entire stadium, the entire Ranger team that jumped from that. And then from there on, they just, they finished the game. I mean, the stadium never really calmed down from that. You know, it was, even after the intermission, it was still like a buzz in the stadium. So uh, I've been impressed with Reeves. I've been impressed with Gautier right now. I think this is his one chance now to kind of. This is the official podcast of Julian Gautier, by the way. Yeah. yeah. We are big big goat. We are big goat. Big goat. So, uh, so in Gautier's first year with the Rangers, I thought he was going to be the next coming. I was like, this kid, look at his size. I'm, look, I'm looking at his NHL scouting reports. I'm watching tape on him in World Juniors. I'm like, this kid's going to be ridiculous. Like, how do they get him? Like, what a steal. I like Joey Keane, who they traded him for. I was like, you know what? Keane's good. He's got to be. But. It's his last name. That's, that's, that's his cousin Joey. Oh, cousin Joey. Cousin Joey, yeah. When they, when they shipped Joey down to Kenna, uh, I was like, you know what? Keen's good. He was just an all-star in the AHL. Like, they must see something as Gautier kid. Like, he's got to be good. Uh, what do you play, like 12 games a year? I think he had like, an assist, had like no points, whatever. And uh, so he did He did like a meet and greet. And I was like, you know what? It was like 15 bucks. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a Julian Gautier. I am puck now when he's 15 bucks because in a couple of years now he's going to be $100 because he's going to be the top line for the Rangers. Hasn't happened yet. I, you know, I'm still holding on. Yet, but, yet. But I think he's ready to prove everyone wrong. I, I th- this is his last chance. First off, I mean, this is his, this is his time to shine, and he's been playing great. People yeah. want him on the first line, um, which you guys are probably harping, maybe yelling about too here. 
not yelling, but we've uh, we've insinuated. Yeah, have you expressed expressed your uh, thoughts on it? Like, why not? Why? Yeah. Not? Now here's the now here's the why not. And I I put this on Twitter the other day, and uh, you might have even commented on it. There was so many Julian Gauthier fans that yelled at me. I'm glad that there's more of us. Yeah, there's like three. Um, <laughs> he's I I the hit. My concern with him is you put him on a line with Kreider and Zabanjad. Him and Kreider play a very similar game. They're both straight-ahead skaters. They both want to get to the net. You can't have two of those guys on the same line. Uh, and I think right now I would not do anything to mess with Kreider's game. He has figured out what to do to get to the front of the net. He has figured out where he needs to be. Last thing I need is, okay, well, you're going to play the off-wing and go to, the, go to the net, and you're going to play kind of that backside. I don't want him mess. I don't want them messing with his game at all. I think you got a guy who's hot as can be right now. We're seeing the spurts of Kreider where you get for like the five, six games, and then he disappear for a month. This is the longest he's had one of these hot streaks. This is a big Kreiderian. This is a big, streak. yeah. This is a big one right now. We're on a we're on a heater of, of you know we've never seen. Let it ride. Let it ride. Let the kid go. We're due for a four week. Oh six come weeks. on, no, yeah. it's not gonna happen. You know, there's no Christmas hibernation here. You gotta keep him going. <laughs> He's, doing anyway, he, he's still on pace for 50-something goals this year. Harry it to the Olympics. Let's uh, go. Yeah. my hot. Yeah, he's getting up on Team USA if he keeps on playing. Like, let's tell you that much. How is he, how is he not, not already? How is, he, how is he snubbed already before this uh, for the season? Lot? I think there's a, lot, there's a lot of guys. You look, at, you look at the USA hockey talent, and I covered USA hockey too. Um, and I did a preliminary roster in the preseason about it. And uh, he was a guy who I think was a borderline guy, but – there's so much young U.S. talent that, like, you look at this, like, you look at their team, like, then, like, I am pumped for the Olympics. I hope they actually still happen. Um, I know, like, President has now said he might want to boycott the game. I don't understand why you boycott would be the such, game. That would be ridiculous. Like, that, then they win. Yeah. Boycotting is yeah, the worst thing you could do. Go, go over there and beat them. And kick their ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we have the best athletes in the world. Like, why are you boycotting anything? Go over there and just prove the fact that we're better than you. The fact that China's fielding a hockey team let Team USA go ring them up 30 to nothing. You know, like, let's go pound them in the submission. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Kreider could find his way on Team USA. But, but, you know, you look at Zabanjan and Panarin, and I think those are the two guys that you're like, kind of like what's going on with them. When you look at their stats, they're still like a point-per-game player. But it's like, yeah, it's crazy. When you watch a game, like we all three of us do every night, when you watch them play, you're like, there's something that's just not there yet. And I, you hate to say it because you look at they're not like again Panarin. You're like he's a point per game player, but you're like he's not playing like Panarin of the of last year, or the year before. And like you saw it a little bit in that Columbus game and against New Jersey when he was shooting the puck. I think that's what he needs to do. He needs to shoot more. But now Akko has found his game and he's got confidence now and he's go, he's rolling. He's got five points in four games now. Um, Strom's a guy who I think again. He's not going yet. Like Strom's not going like where he was last year. We saw that. I think it was uh, in Toronto when he was slamming a stick on the boards. Like he's frustrated with his game. Yeah. He's only got two goals in the year, but um, you look at his numbers again. Like they're not terrible. They're not terrible numbers, but like he's not producing. Putting up like assists still. Yeah, and I think he's feeling the pressure. Well, I mean, the guy's been what traded for the last three years now. Like every freaking trade. Yeah. Rumor that comes out to his name. He's always consistently now in the top fifteen of the TSN trade. Trade baits, um, like that's it. Eventually, weighs on you. He just had a kid last year, at the end of last season. So, like, that's gotta be weighing on him. Like, are they moving? Are they not moving? 
Oh, his buddy, his best friend is down in Hartford and Potato, so like he doesn't have him on the team this year. Um, you know, it's it's the other best friend was D'Angelo, and he's got ran out of town. So you know, he's seen some change over the years. Um, so I hope Strom gets it going. I'm I'm a big Strom fan. I wanted them to re up him last year. I've come around um, on him since yeah, we, the beginning of his tenure, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you look at the way I had Ryan Spooner on, who he got traded for. Nice. And Spooner, the first thing he said was, Ranger fans love me because I got traded for Ryan Strom. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he played up. He's like, yeah, I know Ranger fans love me. That's what the return they got was. He goes, and Edmonton hates me. And uh, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when you looked at, like, when you're looking at last trade deadline in the offseason, like, who the centers were out there. And it was, you know, the Eichel BS was always just looming. And Strom was the guy that you have to move out for Eichel. I don't know who else you bring in that can produce with Panarin the way that Strom has. And Panarin's come out and said it's his favorite center he played with. Want to mess with that? I don't know. Will Strom take a more team-friendly deal other than the six, seven million dollars he's probably wants? That's the big question. Obviously, Zabanjet took more team-friendly. Ox took a team-friendly deal at nine point five million. If you can believe that, I mean, people said that he could probably get twelve million in the open market, and he got less than he got. You know, didn't get even get the eighth year. He got only got seven year. So uh, the Rangers did a good job on the Fox signing. If anything, you you almost say that. Well, it'll be what thirty when the new contract comes up. So, uh, like Bill Pito said, he's like he's gonna get in the payday in his career, which is also crazy to think about. Um, but you know, yeah. I mean, other than that, like you know, Lafreniere has struggled. Um, I'm not ready to give up on him. I so many people are ready to give up on him. He's 20, 19 years old. Just let the kid. Learn I give a the bit. kid time. Yeah, I mean, most of these kids are down in Hartford until, or even they're playing juniors until they're 20. Like, yeah, let them learn. Like, let them grow. Um, you know, Hedl, I think, has turned his game around this year. Um, he's just got to start winning the faceoffs. He's got to stay on the ice, too. Yeah, yeah. I stopped running to Sammy Blay. Off to um, injured. Oh, Sammy Blay, poor one out. Yeah, my, that's my guy. That's my guy. I bought a Sammy Blay t-shirt. <laughs> Did a... I think NHL.com, like, make your own T-shirt with the guys in the I'm team. I'm so pissed off about that. Whatever, though. It's... I made it, yeah, I mean, in the preseason, when he was running up numbers in the preseason, I'm like, Sammy Blay is my guy. I was, like, the first guy to defend him, I think, on Rangers Twitter, too. I put out his scouting report and everything, and uh, I reached out to a guy who was one of the Blues uh, reporters, and I was like, hey, like, can you just give me, like, a quick scouting report on Sammy Blay? He said, order, man, it's copied and pasted, and I'm like, here you go, like, here you go, Rangers guys, like, this is what Sammy Blay brings to the table, and, like, had like 500 likes, but also had like 200 comments. Like, not Booch. I'm like, I'm not trying yeah, to say he's Booch was the second coming of, of Gretzky, but to Ranger yeah. fans. I'm like, I'm just Easy. putting out there what this guy is. I'm not saying he's better than Booch. I'm like, I just want to let you guys know, like, this is what we're getting back. So, um, yeah, yeah Ranger Twitter, man. Ranger Twitter is crazy. I love it. It's, I love yeah, it. It's a hellscape, but it's entertaining. <laughs> it's so Most entertaining. It is so entertaining. I saw, uh, I don't know who had it today. Uh, I think it was with Fitz had the picture of Brodor looking up at the rafters. And it's like when your sister in law. Yes, that oh, was perfect. And I was like, oh my God. I was literally at work just dying of laughter. I'm like, that what is, is it when she's showing shoulder at Thanksgiving dinner? Shoulder Thanksgiving. I was so dying. Good. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was cracking up. But that He's so got, they're, they're very, a lot of them are really young, these Ranger Twitter guys, but they're really <laughs> funny. They're, they're, they're really funny. That's the problem too. Like I'm in my 30s now, and like I'm talking to Bill Pito because he, you know, we're talking about doing like the craziest things on the the 150. 
And he's like, yeah, I got these like kids that tell me TikTok things. And he's like, what do you what do you think? I'm like, Bill, I'm like, I don't know TikTok. I'm like, you yeah, know. I don't know what no cap means. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I I've, I learn words when I see them written on your comments. Like, that's what I'm learning stuff. So, so uh, so yeah, so yeah, the Rangers young TikTok is a uh, young TikTok, young Twitter is uh, it's crazy trying to keep up with those people and figure out what the hell they're talking about. And I'm like, just retweet my stuff, you know, I don't care. Yeah, get it out there. Yeah, they make, they make it fun. I let me ask you two more questions, Kyle. One is hockey related, and it's just a yes or no question, and one has nothing to do with hockey. Gotcha. <laughs> Will the Rangers make the playoffs? Yes or no? Was that a yes? Yes, yeah. Okay, there we go. And final question. If you could only eat at one fast food chain for the rest of your life, oh. which fast food chain would it be? <sighs> one fast food chain. Only one. It's always uh, the hardest question only we one. ask. It's always the hardest question. It is because people, listen, it's a big decision. You gotta People go somewhere. You gotta go somewhere. I guess there's breakfast and, and and you know food, regular food. I guess right. Oh, he's thinking. He's thinking variety. Yeah, just smart. He's thinking, he's thinking variety. There's only one answer. <laughs> well, have competition now. See, the tough thing is I'm a burger guy. Okay. So I narrowing it down. Yeah, but. I, I might, like, if you were to like, you if want. you were to go like. Right now, like, which place would you go to right now? I would say Chick-fil-A. Okay. But there's no burgers at Chick-fil-A. So it's like, can you go the rest of your life without a burger? Like, that's tough. Um, <laughs> I know. I it's a tough question. I think he's working it out, though. I'm working it out. I'm figuring it he's, out. He's thinking about it. You wouldn't be the first to say Chick-fil-A. Yeah. People have said Chick-fil-A. I, I saw the broader thing. I didn't see it today. So I, I, once you said I had to go, yeah, yeah, you gotta go look it up. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what? No, no, I'm, I'm gonna stick with Chick Fil A. I'm gonna stick with Chick Fil A. Okay. I think Chick Fil A. Chick Fil Chick Fil A is the answer. Yeah, I think Chick Fil A. Wendy's okay. is the answer. Wendy's is the answer. Wendy's is the answer. I ass. Anyway, Kyle, we uh, we appreciate question. you coming Hold on. on. This oh, what's guy, up? This guy's cup's not going down. I, he's had 25 drinks since I've been sitting here, <laughs> and I don't know if this. Okay, I was gonna, okay, I was gonna right. say. I, I hope the bottle's say. there. I was gonna say because I haven't seen. It's been the perfect height every time. Either he's fake sipping on us and is trying to look bougie, or he's got Great. some kind of an auto pourer there. Oh, there you go. There, there we go. go. Yeah, finally. Yeah, thanks. Oh, right. fantastic. I was honestly concerned. I was really concerned. <laughs> I'm like, I think he's just bougieing up on us right now. I'm glad you called him out, and I'm also glad that he had the bottle handy. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, to defend right himself. Back. He had to defend himself there. Fine over here. <laughs> just spitting it right back oh, into God. the cup. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now, now I refilled it. Uh, when's your next game you're going to? Magic. I will be at Lundquist night. Oh my goodness! My daughter's not going to college, but I'm going to Lundquist night. <laughs> yeah. No, I I've old. asked uh, many of my MSG buddies uh, to leave a door open for me that night, like of some sort. Say, those, guys, those guys don't get tickets. No, I'm like just leave a door open somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how what I'm gonna work. I gotta like try to like. It was every back channel I can get to uh, try to get in there because I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a ticket. Tell you that much. I didn't pay a thousand. Um, yeah, pay but, but I but I did pay a lot. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot. Yeah, look better on TV. You'll enjoy it more on TV. Ah, I got to be in the building. I was there for the um, I was there for the uh, 94 night, the 25th anniversary. Um, that was awesome night. That was a really cool night for that ceremony. 
Um, I think it was the first time the cup was back in the garden since 94. Um, so yeah, that's depressing. It's depressing, it's depressing and, uh... to say that, but yeah, that was the first time the cup was back on the ice. So that, that was a cool night to see that. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to go. I've never been to a Jersey retirement night. Actually, I was supposed to go to the Graves night. And, Did go to Graves uh, night. That's the only one I've been to. So yeah, I was supposed to go to Graves night, and I forget what happened with that. And I, I ended up. I could not go. Um, I've been to that, Richter and Leach night. That's the Richter it. and Leach night. Okay, yeah. So I've I've never been to a, a Banner night. So, um, that this would have been a cool one because Hank's my guy. I, 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 that's a guy who I don't understand why Ranger fans don't like. I don't understand what this I, like. defies logic, and I, I, it hurts to talk about. Actually, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get. Doesn't make, yeah, it doesn't make any did sense. He, did he struggle late in his career a little bit? Yeah, of course he did. But like, you not under like, and I hate people who like really bag on like a guy like um like Mark Stahl. Like, yeah, he was bad at the end, but like once he left, like he was a good player for them. Like, there's no reason. Well, his brother, his brother ruined it. His brother ruined his career. So. Yeah, can you believe that? Can you believe that? Like, that's the <laughs> thanks, craziest. Thanks, game. Eric. Yeah, All these four millennials. They hate Lundqvist because he didn't give him a cup. That's why. I like Lundqvist. You know I like Richter better, but I like Lundqvist. They're just mad he didn't deliver. That's why he's tarnished. He, he's, nah, he won a gold medal. He, he Not for our country, but he won a gold medal. Nobody players have come and gone for the Rangers and not won a Stanley Cup. And fantastic players. It, it happens. It yeah, every guy since 97, basically. That, that, <laughs> after, after, after uh, who was the last guy? I think Graves was the last guy there. No, Matt who came back. Um, yeah, I mean. Great players that didn't win. It just happens. I think it was the 05 team, which which is why I love the surprisingly the 05 team is one of my favorite teams because that was the post lockout year and Yager came over. That was Draca, the first Nylander. Yeah, that was the first year they had zero connection to '94. That was uh, Messier left the you know during the lockout and then come back. And uh, for whatever reason, I, I love that team. And I've had a bunch of guys on from that team. I had Jason Ward on from that team. It was like just a quiet, like really really good player for that year. Um, I love talking to those guys. And then you hear like the Yager stories. Um, like how kind of like how crazy he was like with the workouts and everything and um still playing hockey he's still playing hockey he's still playing hockey because he's, he's the man he posts he's very funny on Instagram if you follow him or not um he posted a video he was trying to go through like three different guys the other night and he actually got like knocked down um and he like wrote on the thing like I guess I'm not McDavid anymore or something like that and like I thought that's pretty funny that's pretty funny I was like you know. And he po- he always posts when he scores. Like he's still full of himself with it, which I love. Um, like you know, he's scoring in like the Czech B League, and and he's fifty years old, and he's like game winner tonight, boys. Like, <laughs> all right, Yogs. The best thing he ever did is when someone like tried to like post the picture of him next to that like young girl. Yeah. And he was and, and he was like, yeah, like, go for it. Was it. me, and it's, and it's great. Tag, tag me, tag me. <laughs> I scored the game winner last night, and now that goalie has to go back to the coal mine tomorrow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Back to the gulag with you over there. Um, oh man, yeah. So crazy. Um, I, I don't know. I, I went. I've been to a bunch of games this year so far. I've been lucky to get tickets, but, but uh, I had with Christmas coming up. It's get, tough to get those Christmas tickets. They're so expensive around that around the holidays. So probably go back in January sometime. And uh, if I sneak in on Lundqvist night, I'll come find you. I I, I don't know where I I've. Where am I sitting? I'll tell you right now. Apple Wallet, January twenty eighth, four sixteen, section four sixteen. That's where 416. I'll be. All right. You'll be watching on the TV. 
So say, whatever, I'll be in the building. Are you gonna be, be the, in the one? That's, are you gonna be the one that's gonna be cranking the uh, the jersey up in the rafters? You gonna be hanging on the rafter <laughs> waiting for it up there? You got the ticket? You can, you I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want it to be like an Owen Hart situation. So oh, I'm gonna stay away geez. from it. <laughs> no swaying from the rafters for me. Rest in peace, Owen. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Kyle, listen. I continued to what? I was watching. I know. So I'm scarred by it. I think it was terrible. That was yeah. What a terrible night. And it was just me and my sister watching. Anyway, Kyle, oh, continued success for the Broadway Hat Podcast. Uh, I hope you yeah. stay number one. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we'll see if we we'll see if we can get Kevin Weeks before you. That's my new mission in life. <laughs> and uh, but if we do, I'm going to send them your yeah. way. Absolutely, send them your way. Yeah, thanks so much. But, uh, uh, no, thanks for having me on. Uh, anytime, I'd love to come back on. Uh, I've been following you guys. I've been following you, Ricky. So uh, thanks so much for having me. And uh, yeah, if you get weeks on, I'll find you. I'll uh, all right. I'll pop in. Here. <laughs> I, you know, I'm gonna go on Twitter later on tonight. I'm gonna see you like, like slow, you know, at him. Like, hey, hey, bud, love to get you. I might the do. I might do it right. I might do it like right now. You might do it right now, and I'm just gonna send an emoji on there, like you know, <laughs> with, with those, like the ninja with a cross on it or something. I'll do that. I met him I love at the it. classic weeks. I can make a phone call. I got a picture with him there. Hey, just yeah, just uh, you know, yeah, send it, post the picture, and be like, listen, Remember like old me? times. Remember me? <laughs> Remember this face? He probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. Anyway, Kyle, have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, you, you and too, your family. Too. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. It's good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. That is Kyle Hall, Broadway Hat Podcast. Uh, number one on Good Pods, um, which is pretty like, freaking uh, cool. Very impressive Rolodex of uh, talent. Hell yeah. And he's going to keep Hell building yeah. These guys I, come on my show and they're just going to see who went on that show. And they're gonna jump on. inspires me to, you know, I've, I've been hesitant to just like at people, but mm. clearly that's what you got to do. That's how you get people's attention. Uh, Cause a lot of these guys have their DMs shut off. You can't, you can't message them. So if you want to get the big ones, I guess you got to go after them. And so straight, uh, like, Oh, who's been on that show? Oh, I know three of those guys. I'll go, I'll go on there too. And that's it. They just see who else has done a show. Heaven weeks is my new Mark. Didn't, didn't the famous Ranger once say you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Ricky? Yeah, Michael Scott said. Oh, it was Michael Scott. Yeah, thank you, Bean. <laughs> Michael Scott quoting Wayne Gretzky. Right. Anyway, since Bino's here, we can play trivia. So, Bill, let's play trivia. 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 Give us Cobb's qu- Actually, give us the standings, then give us Cobb's question first. Standings. In first is Ricky with 10. And second, we have Bags with seven, who came hot out of the gate after two yeah, shows. Bags. <laughs> yeah, one just, show. Oh, two shows. Two shows. And third, Bino has five. Uh, tied for fourth, Al and Andrew each have three. And sixth, AJ's got one. And Cobb is still bringing up the rear with nothing. Okay, we can AJ, we cannot let AJ come back from this hole that he's in, from not showing up. I listened to the podcast. I definitely got the Nemchinov question. I definitely know that for a fact. I, I said Nemchinov. I was listening like Nemchinov. Like I wanted, I wanted to like write. I'm listening to it live. I promise. Nemchinov. <laughs> I wanted the points. You should have commented in the chat. Majority <laughs> rules. I'd give you the I'm point. I'd... To it after. I know uh, you're an honorable man. You wouldn't lie about that. I would. I love Sergey Nemchinov. So, uh, one of the first Russians with his name on the cup, right? Him and Kovalov, right? Kovalov. He was drafted a year before Kovalov. People don't know that. Okay, Bill, you're going to give us uh, Cobb's question, yes? Yes, I'm ready when you are. I'm, I'm ready. 
who holds the Rangers single season record for goals by a rookie? Holds the Rangers single season record for goals by a rookie. Long name. I can I actually can <laughs> pronounce his name for once too, so. I Did I just say his name? Is that my answer? Time's up. Jesus, what are you writing? Yeah, I'll, fl I'll flip, I'll flip, I'll flip. There's a message I wrote. Is it Tony uh, Adam? Cobb used the Cadillac trivia question. <laughs> That's the only reason I knew it. You are correct. Oh, my guess the other night was Peter Pruka. It was 36 uh, goals in the 88 to 89 season. And it was Tony Granato, right? Yeah, it was Tony Granato. It was the only name I could that was pronounce. The that was the Cadillac trivia question the other night. I thought I just said Alex Kovalov, and then I was going to be the answer. Wow, that was Did did Stop. AJ or Alex send you a, a trivia question? Uh, negative. I'm going to assume that Bino doesn't have a trivia question. I do have a trivia question. Okay. Hit us with it then. I didn't have a who am I. Actually, Ooh. quick story. My who am I was going to be Mike Rupp. That's who I was thinking about writing about. And when he said Mike Rupp, I'm like, damn it. Every time I want to do who am I on somebody. It all would have connected. It would have. I have all a right. who am I. Billy's going to do the who am I tonight. <laughs> all right, here's my trivia question. Sedeno Chara will be 45 years old on March 8th. Who is the oldest player to don a New York Rangers jersey and play in a game? The oldest player to ever play for the Rangers? Yep. Oh, God. Uh, is it like some old, obscure person? Of course it is. Well, yeah, he's the oldest guy. Um, <laughs> he's got to ever play. Get, spoiler alert, he's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace, whoever Ricky writes on the board. Oh my god, with the messages, Ricky. You can just tell us. You don't have to write. You're going to say your message. Just flip it. Emil Francis, you didn't hear. <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's, not the, it's not the answer? Not the answer. Shit. It was another coach, Lester Patrick. Ah! Another I wouldn't Patrick. have been able to pull that one out of the hat. How old was he? He was 44 years old. Wow. Lester Patrick, April 7th, 1928. He oh. retired, and he was the coach of the Rangers. Oh, I remember that. The goalie got hurt, so he played the goalie for the rest of that game. They won that game in overtime, and then they went on to win the Stanley Cup. That was in the finals. In the Stanley Cup finals, he played goalie. Oh, my God. Montreal. And they won it. And they won the Cup. 1928. Second Cup. Okay. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Lester Patrick. Here's my trivia question. Don't miss you, Lester. You ready? Yes. On February 9th, 2007, the Rangers traded this player to the Minnesota Wild for Pascal Dupuis. Dupuis appeared in six games for the Blue Shirts, notching one goal. He went on to Atlanta, and then, of course, Pittsburgh, where he won multiple Stanley Cups. Who was traded in exchange for Pascal Dupuis? Read it one more time. February 9th, 2007, the Rangers traded this player to the Minnesota Wild for Pascal Dupuis. Dupuis appeared in six games for the Blue Shirts, notching one goal, went on to Atlanta, and then, of course, Pittsburgh, where he won multiple Stanley Cups. Who was traded in exchange for Pascal Dupuis by the New York Rangers? I want my 30 seconds. You've, you've had it. 
No, I need been happening. You need 30 more seconds? I figured I was reading over nah. and that the, the clock had started to run because I could hear yeah. Billy playing the music. Yeah, and the music is exactly... The generic uh, trance music, whatever it is. Yeah. And it did end. We'll give you a few more seconds. I'm not a stickler for the rules. Tony Bing, I showed up. Scat man. All right, I wrote it Talk oh, about obscure rangers. If you get this, I'll be very impressed. Nylander. No, it was not Michael Nylander. It was Adam Hall. Oh. That was a, that was a tough question. That was a Randall question. <laughs> he he. Adam Hall popped into my head, so I wanted to do an Adam Hall question. And I, when I got to point, and he played fantastic. Just that quick, he was gone. Sam Rosen loved to say Dupuy. <laughs> anyway. Bill, cue the music. Now, Billy's worried that this is going to be a layup, but he is stepping in for Bino for Who Am I. Uh, Billy, we are honored that you would do this. So, If you kill it, you do it every week. Take it away. Weighing in at 84 kilograms and coming in at 183 centimeters, this left shooting center played 21 seasons in the NHL, three for the Rangers, and coached four seasons. His coaching record for 328 games was 143 wins, 161 losses, and 24 overtime losses. Who am I? Say, say it again. I know the answer, but it's funny. Do you know the answer? I do. I know the answer. Say the say the question again. Weighing in at eighty four kilograms and coming in. At I don't know what that means. Fucking metric system. I know that's that's part of the thing. And coming in at one hundred eighty three centimeters, this left shooting center played twenty one seasons in the NHL, three for the Rangers, and coached four seasons. His coaching record for three hundred and twenty eight games was one hundred and forty three wins, one hundred and sixty one losses, and twenty four overtime losses. Who am I? He coached for the Rangers or just coached? Just coached. He played three seasons oh. for the Rangers. He has 21 seasons in the NHL total. Uh, 21 playing seasons in the NHL total. I just spit on my monitor. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're you're going <laughs> to... Oh, man. Kilograms and centimeters. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I was gonna. This actually, is in Europe. I've raised it twice. I was going to actually give you pounds, stones, and kilograms, but I decided to just give you kilograms. <sighs> there, I'm reason, wrong. I'm wrong. There's a reason I gave you kilograms and centimeters too. Why is it like? He's European. No. <laughs> I'm ready to turn my wrong answer over. I'm not ready to turn now. I, I erased my answer because he's not a centerman. <laughs> I don't think the guy I chose. I don't think the guy I chose is a center either. But twenty-one seasons and he coached three seasons for the Rangers. Wow, are are we really here? There's not much info. You didn't give us too much info. I gave you. I gave you plenty of info. There I'm ready to flip. There's a coach, center. That was a coach. Flip him. I say flip him. I'm flipping it. Flip it. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Why the kilograms? I don't understand. 
Because would 185 pounds and six foot nothing have helped you? And no. because he's Canadian. And, and he's Canadian. And, he, and he's Canadian, that's why. They use the metric system <laughs> over there. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Wayne Gretzky. He was pretty good. Hockey. <laughs> anyway. You shouldn't have thrown a coach thing in. You should have just threw some other stats. No, well, that's that was the thing. I didn't want to give you because, like, I'm looking at all his stats. It's, it's like led the league in this, led the league in that, blah blah blah. And I'm like, this is that'll be too. I needed to give you something that was not obvious. All right, fair enough. All yeah, right, he did, he did well. He did well. Did good. You've done good. Now shut up. All right. Anyway, uh, tomorrow, barring any other COVID incidents, the Rangers are supposed to play for the first time at CDC Arena. Um, UBS. By Bug- C- oh, CDC. See, all that see, COVID. It might be the CDC arena. After yeah, that. the Isles have a lot of COVID over there. They changed the name to the CDC arena uh, out by Belmont. Uh, thank God this arena opened because the Barclays Center was an absolute house of horrors for the Rangers. Do you know what the Rangers' record was in Barclays Center lifetime? Uh, maybe two Eight wins. games they played. Two wins. One, six, and one. For a total of three points in eight games. I never want to go back to that building again. It's an abomination. So here's the problem. They'll if they play tomorrow, they're playing pretty much the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, uh, with a couple Islanders sprinkled in. Is this just what the Islanders need to get off their schneid? No. Play the Rangers. No. It's uh Rangers full squad steamroll session. The Islanders that looked horrible. They looked terrible. It's not their fault. Everyone's hurt or everyone's out, not hurt. They uh if your brother was here, the hot seat, the trots hot seat, heating up a little bit because he's got no one playing hockey for him. And oh, you can't blame it on him. I'd say he has very, very good job security given does. his relationship with Lamorello. But it's they are uh, with all that things going on. That is not looking good over there now in the world. And that that thirteen game road trip, and then you get home, and now everybody's got COVID. It's crazy. Look, they were ping ponging all over the country in Canada, and they caught the COVID. <laughs> And, like, and pretty, I'm sure they're all fine. For the last month and a half, I'm sure they're all asymptomatic and probably fine. I'm sure it's they're fine. All this it's, craziness that they can't play. Um, they should let them play. They're, 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 they're the same guys are still together. Like they're not gonna. If they if they play if they play this game tomorrow and the Rangers don't win, regardless of who's in net, I hope they start Shesterkin despite Georgiev's record. Uh, Shesterkin's the guy. He's got to start beating the Islanders at some point in his career. Uh, why not start tomorrow in there in, in CDC Arena? Um, <laughs> listen, hope. they can't. They can't lose this game if they play it. They can't. Well, they can, but if they do, and we talked about Rangers Twitter being a hellscape, it's going to be tough to avoid um, multiple criticisms if the Rangers play tomorrow, a B squad, a C squad, and don't beat them. The Gallant better not put. Georgiev in thinking like, all right, I'm going to give him the chance to redeem himself. I don't want to see him. Get him Just what I think. You couldn't possibly be any dumber. You think I, you know that's going to happen. You know that's going to happen. Like, I yanked him. You know, he's now I'm lighting a fire under him. I yanked him. And I, out and he's seven. I, I don't want to see it. I think it sends the wrong message. Igor's your number one. You're playing a team that's been, that's first of all crippled. You're playing, you're, a, you're playing an organization that's been to back-to-back conference finals 
in their new arena, it's going to be full of Ranger fans. You want to go in there, and if they're playing a D squad, you want to blow them out of the building. Can't dark you or give. Oh, you know what? I shouldn't say that. You can. I don't want them to, but they could. It wouldn't surprise me if I woke up tomorrow and they posted the lineup and he's leading them out for warm-ups. It would not surprise me. Again, if the game gets played, there is talk that they might not play it, I, I, which I hope I, they do. I, they, bet, I, they may not play this game. So it, it may be the if they do, give me, give me a hot take. Nine to one, they beat the Islanders. That's my hot take. My hot take is that Capo Caco's hot streak continues and he scores again. Take that if, to the bank. If they play in that game, they're going to steamroll them. The Rangers have bad blood the last couple of years. The Islanders. the Islanders have taken over the town, as you can say, the last couple of years. They're going to. Nobody. I mean, they've been more successful, but they they can't take over. They have six fans. They can't take over the town. I want them to steamroll them because I'm sick of hearing about the Islanders. Our prediction: If they play the game as constituted, five-one Rangers. Nine-one. You got it wrong. I don't know about nine-one. I would love it. I mean, it would be fa- it would be a great Thanksgiving gift uh, to. Be able to talk about it that the next day. Um, Lester Patrick is going to be playing goalie for the Islanders. Lester Patrick is. <laughs> he's he's been there in a pinch before. We know that he can handle the load you know, under pressure. Very true. Uh, but he is dead. So, um, someone someone posted that the Islanders just signed Halak and put him in net with no team in front of him. It'll shut the Rangers out. <laughs> Which is sad but true. Um. But yeah, I mean, before we get out of here, let me just uh, let me thank Kyle Hall one more time. Uh, lots of good stuff. Um, lots of great guests on that Broadway Hat podcast. So if you if you haven't uh, if you haven't listened, check him out, especially the Mike Rupp episode that he highly recommended. And uh, if I do say so, Kyle was a great guest. So uh, good on you, Kyle. And I'll see you on the Kevin Weeks battlefield, Billy. If Gordon Ramsay's in the house, let him speak now or forever hold his peace. Any last words, you fucking donkeys? his last words bean you have any uh yeah i missed last week's podcast i uh, was uh having dinner with my wife for our anniversary but today is oh. our actual anniversary oh. and i'm on the podcast funny funny how that works out yes so she's well, you celebrated already she's upstairs grinding her teeth and i'm still on this podcast but happy anniversary to my lovely wife Kristen. nine years uh man. has oh. it been that long already my goodness that was a good wedding it was a great wedding Hollow, uh, hollow back, right? Hollow back, yeah. <laughs> hollow back. That was a good wedding. Um, I would like to say that I'm very excited for this Saturday. It is our annual movie day. This year's oh, yeah. actor is Tom Cruise. It's uh, pretty much an all-day affair. Six Tom Cruise movies being watched. Uh, drinking games associated with all of them. It's usually a very, very good day uh, with friends. And uh, I'm excited for that. And of course... Um, to all the Ranger fans that listen, happy Thanksgiving to you, to your families, to all of us. Bean, happy Thanksgiving in advance to you. Billy, happy Thanksgiving in advance to you. Uh, our, our fellow podcasters that aren't here, Alex, AJ, Cobby, Andrew, Sean Beggs. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, the Rangers, are they slated for a in-town beatdown on Black Friday as usual? Are they playing uh, the Bruins Black Friday? <laughs> Friday afternoon, right? Like, uh, how okay. Do- that's usually when they get shellacked every Black Friday. Um, Not this year. But, you know, different year. Uh, so Friday, we got Friday one in, in uh, Beantown. Yes, that's correct. Rangers, Islanders at CDC Arena tomorrow, hopefully. 
Uh, if not, Black Friday against the Bruins, and then the Islanders again a couple days after. So some hockey on the docket. We'll talk all about it next week. One more thank you to Kyle Hall. Uh, one more happy anniversary. Bino and Kristen, nine years. Congrats. Uh, Billy, thanks for all you do and uh, working out the kinks. When Kyle was having some technical difficulties, you are a man amongst men. I try. And uh, thank you for your Who Am I? And thank you to you out there if you're listening live or listening back. This has been the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. We'll see you next week, hopefully after two beatings of the Islanders and one on Black Friday against Boston. Let's keep the train rolling. Start your Sturkin. Bye, Billy.